0: What is narcissism? Have you heard the term narcissism before? Maybe you know someone who has a lot of narcissistic tendencies or qualities and you're like, wait a second, this person might be a narcissist. But have you ever wondered what narcissism actually is? It's very popular right now in a lot of different circles and a lot of different spheres in society and how the world is actually going because you see more and more people understanding what narcissism is. But you might be wondering, what is narcissism? So first off, just to give you an idea, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. The founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge that you can access at claritychallenge.net. Feel free to be able to look at that and sign up to be able to break your trauma bond. When we're talking about this concept of narcissism, we're going to kind of go through a couple quick points today, just explaining what it is. I'm not going to dive into the nine characteristics and all the nuances, but to give you more of an overview of when you think about what is narcissism, what's that actually look like? Okay, so diving into this video, helping you understand better about narcissism, behaviors, traits, and things associated with this personality disorder. So what is... Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey... Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. ...is narcissism. Definition of narcissism. So we talk about it, narcissism is a personality disorder. Okay, it's in the cluster B categories, along with antisocial, histrionic and borderline personality disorder. When we talk about narcissism, it's a personality disorder that's characterized by a grandiose sense of self-importance, a lack of empathy, a need for admiration, and often this inflated sense of their ego, own abilities and accomplishments to be able to get attention and validation from other people. Okay, narcissism, if you boil it down, is this aspect of shame avoidance. Okay, and it's going to seem a little different here. The narcissist is avoiding shame, often shame that they've created, shame that of who they are, shame of the person that they have while they produce this false persona to the rest of the world. But there's this shame that they're trying to avoid. Another way to be able to kind of like group it, if we want to be very, very general, would be someone who's extremely selfish, so someone who's extremely arrogant or prideful, or sometimes just an asshole. And so a lot of times we see a narcissist in multiple different ways, in multiple different aspects, and we're going to talk about a couple different types of those as well. But you need to understand like when you see narcissists in the wild, like when you see a narcissist in public, you might have someone who's just obsessed about talking about themselves, their own accomplishments, like what they've done, like the things that they've accomplished in their work or in their personal life or who all they've slept with. Like there's a lot of different things that might make up this part, but really what you're looking at is someone who's really consumed with themselves. Disregard for other people's feelings, other people's emotions, they can't put themselves in your shoes, they can't put themselves in other people's shoes of understanding the pain that people are going through, but this seems like a disconnect. Sometimes this might look like someone who's just emotionally immature, like they don't really know how to process different feelings, they don't know how to act a certain way, or they don't know what's socially acceptable. But then you start to see more and more pieces where the behavior becomes something that becomes more controlling of you or more abusive with emotional manipulation or gaslighting or future faking, stuff that's switching around and skewing with your perception of reality, making you wonder, am I actually crazy? And you start to walk on eggshells. You start to be timid around this person because you're not sure how they're going to respond. So, very brief overview, but so you know that's a little bit about narcissism. So there's different types of narcissists though. So not all of them are gonna look exactly the same. This is the interesting part. A lot of them have the same underwiring, like they have the same like basic programming, but it comes out in a different way. So consider each one runs programs. One of them might be on iOS and one might be on Windows. And for all the people who don't do computers, sorry. Okay, but when we're talking about this aspect, think of it this way. Uh, On social media, right now you've got uh, myself and then you have Lee Hammock, Mental Healness. Okay, two self-aware narcissists that are on these channels trying to help people. Okay, but when you look at us, we're completely different. Okay, how he communicates, how he interacts is completely different a lot of times than how I communicate and how I interact. Both of us are very, very similar in what's up here. We know because we're good friends. We talk pretty much every single day, okay? And sometimes we're walking through like the struggles that we both have. We realize like our wiring is very, very similar, almost identical in different pieces. But how it's portrayed, how we communicate and how we show that in our lives is vastly different. A lot of times, it's because there's different types of narcissism. So, when we talk about narcissism, there's typically two different types it boils down to. First one is this idea of grandiose. Okay. This is like the overt, grandiose or overt, same thing. Okay. The kind of like the person who is like overt out there. Okay. And then you have the person that is more covert or more vulnerable, okay? Those are the two main types. Now, there's a whole bunch of other like little subtypes. The problem is there's so many different subtypes, nobody really knows what all they are, okay? Um, We could talk about them, but there's like 20 different subtypes and it's not consistent across different uh, research and information that's out there. But overt and grandiose and covert, vulnerable, are pretty much consistent. So to give you an idea, the overt is looking for the person that's center of attention, like loves to be the center of attention, or sometimes it's the asshole in the middle of the room, like the person that you could be like, whoa, like they're puffed up, they look down on other people, they bulldoze over people. A lot of that you're just like, whoa, like big jerk over there, okay? The covert is more of the quiet one. This one is more of the shy one. Uh, sometimes it's the one that's kind of like pulling the levers in the background, making the dynamics happen, still controlling and still Manipulating, but in a different way. A lot of times with more emotional abuse and more subtle things that they're doing, that oftentimes will pit them as the victim in the situation. So still having attention on them, but not in as puffed up way. A lot of times more in like a feigned like humility way of like, oh, man, like I'm just I'm just struggling with this because these people are attacking me. Like there's different different nuances. I'm giving like a very brief overview, okay? So just understand. Uh, sometimes you'll have the aspect of a grandiose narcissist, an overt narcissist that is extremely like raging, rages at you, rages at you in front of other people, like anywhere, like it doesn't matter. Like it's more like overt, like in your face. Uh, then you have the covert, they're not going to do that, okay? Because they're more concerned about that public image and how they look. So they're going to do it more quietly. And so by this is going to be more like belittling, like small little digs that are actually going to eat away. Your self-esteem and who you are. Uh, One aspect would be this concept of dog whistling, where basically, boil it down to the smallest aspect, the narcissist is doing something in private that's pissing you off, okay? That's that's consistently making you feel crazy because they won't stop with your boundaries, they won't stop with anything. They're consistently doing one thing that pisses you off, okay? Then in public, they're doing the same, they're doing the same thing, but everybody's like, it's not that big of a deal but it makes you react in a huge way. It's called dog listing, where they're, they're training you of like, how you're gonna react in public, make you look crazy. Now there's lots of nuances to that, okay? So don't just take that, just boom, like that's it. There's lots of nuances with it. But want wanted to give you an idea of like the difference between grandiose, overt, and a covert, vulnerable narcissist, okay? So those are the two main types. There's other types out there, but those are the two main types we're gonna talk about today. Um, When we're talking about this aspect then of narcissism, we're like, where does it come from? Like, how is it actually caused? So a lot of studies have shown that it has been caused by their upbringing, okay? Now, this is not a way to be able to say, oh, feel sorry for the narcissist. Someone asked me about that the other day, and I was like, no, I don't think you should be sorry. Because they also make choices. There's people that have been abused that doesn't make them abusers, Okay, people have healed and grown from being in any type of abuse, mental, emotional, sexual, whatever it might be, and they've grown from that. Okay, a narcissist typically is going through some type of abuse or some type of trauma. This is where it gets a little difficult because sometimes people are like, well, that doesn't look like trauma. Well, that's because we've defined trauma as like typically someone punching someone in the face. Okay, but it's not just physical abuse, sexual abuse, emotional abuse, it's also sometimes emotional neglect. It's also sometimes parents that are over enabling their kids and not actually showing them any standards or boundaries. So they grow up and they have none. or it's you know, over controlling where all the kid is trying to do is just break out of that mold that's been put around them for such a long period of time. And it produces this mass, this false sense, many nuances with it. But a lot of times upbringing and environment is one of the biggest things that's going to affect how a person actually develops. Typically, you're looking at someone who hasn't actually formed and grown up in a household that they've been able to process the guilt. They've been able to process shame. They've been able to take accountability without it you know, just devastating them or without them having to hide or lie. And a lot of times, this lack of emotional support contributes to the development of narcissistic traits. So like, think of it this way, like a child who's constantly criticized by the parents, never received any praise for their accomplishments or may develop a need for external validation, a lot of times this might continue forward into being more into narcissistic traits, narcissism as they continue to grow. So a lot of it does come early on of how they're developed, what's actually going on there. Okay. What are some of the common signs? Like what does narcissism actually look like on a day-to-day basis? We could talk forever on a video just on the red flags. Okay. But some of the red flags that you're going to see typically, okay, is going to be the aspect first off of like lack of empathy. And with this, it doesn't mean they're devoid of empathy. It It doesn't mean they never show empathy. It means that they're not able to connect with you. Like they're not able to connect with your emotions, with your feelings. They're not able to put themselves in your shoes. Uh, Maybe your crying or your emotions seem like an inconvenience to them. Like they don't seem to even know how to respond. Like it just seems frustrating to them. Like this um, empathy piece is really hard for narcissists because it typically is all about the narcissist. It's not about the other person. So this whole like emotion piece is kind of like icky and like, I just want to get away from it as quick as possible. So empathy is a big one. Okay, another aspect is a sense of entitlement of like, I feel like I'm entitled to you, okay? I'm entitled to you emotionally, mentally, financially, sexually. Like a lot of times you'll see this and a lot of times you'll see this with men, especially with narcissism of like, hey, I'm entitled to you. Like, I made a paycheck, so that means I get to come home and have sex with you. Like, that's really, like, a lot of times a thought process. You're like, wait a second. Like, this does not mean this at all. Uh, Excessive need for admiration. Like, a constant, like, needing that validation, needing that communication. Uh, And a lot of times, like, seeing there be emotional manipulation. Whether it's something where they're distorting your past saying, hey, that didn't happen. They're changing your present like focus of like, hey, well, let's just spend more time together here. I got you a gift Uh, or they're promising you stuff in the future of like, hey, like I'm going to change. I'm going to get better. This is going to work out. And then they never do anything to do that. A lot of times you'll see this like false sense of reality that gets like shed over you and you're just like. Maybe this is gonna change, but it doesn't ever change. Okay, if you're identifying with any of this, and you're like, "Hey, this might be something that I might be dealing with," or the top, there might be someone in my life that is toxic. I want you to go to escapetoxicity.com. You can click the link in the bio, the link down below, wherever you might be, and go to escapetoxicity.com to be able to help you actually step through this process. It's a seven-day course that we have set up there for seven dollars to help you understand this is what narcissism is. This is what it looks like. This is how I've shown up in the relationship. This is what reactive abuse is. This is how I deal with the guilt. This is how I deal with the crazy making. All these different things to be able to help you understand and to move forward in your healing going forward. If you want to talk to me one-on-one, you can go to rawmotivations.com. We'd we'll love to help you out there. Otherwise, we'll see you inside the challenge.